0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Everybody yesterday, including the late night show uh, hosts, were all talking about uh, President Donald Trump. Uh, At a press conference he held yesterday, he backtracked once again, reverting back to his original comments on Saturday and uh, the tragedy, of course, that occurred in Charlottesville, saying that it was the fault of many sides. Uh, Yeah, this is kind of reiterating what he had mentioned on Saturday. Here's a little bit of what happened there.
1: You had a group on one side that was bad, and you had a group on the other side that was also very violent. And nobody wants to say that.
0: And on and on and on it went. Uh, Trump also went on to uh, defend Steve Bannon uh, from Breitbart, of course, uh, who's now a member of his staff. Uh, he mentioned his winery in Charlottesville. Always, of course, the uh, has to get the plug in for the Trump businesses. And he actually said that race relations have gotten much better during his presidency. Um, It had some people shaking their heads, uh, many people condemning Trump for his comments and for his characterization of the people that uh, uh, were affected. Uh, Still no mention, by the way, of course, of of the terrorist attack. And although he tried to defend himself once again, it just went on and on and on. Uh, One of the few people that did uh, tweet uh, support for this was David Duke the former head of the Ku Klux Klan, who said that uh, he praised Trump. Of course, Duke has uh, previously been quoted as suggesting that the reason for the uh, the alt-right and the white supremacist uh, movement and uh, the actions in Charlottesville the other day were to carry out Trump's agenda. Those are David Duke's words. Let's bring George Breckenridge into the conversation, retired political science professor at McMaster University. George, thank you for the time. It's good to have you with us on the program today.
1: Oh, that's fine, Bill, yeah.
0: Uh, I... I, I I, I'm lost for words to try to describe what, what we see here. Yeah. Uh, I know there was criticism of Trump for not getting in on this and not condemning uh, neo-Nazism and white supremacy. It took him, what, 48 hours to get into that. He read a prepared statement after that. Yeah. Uh, that got tossed out the window yesterday. What were you thinking as you were watching this yesterday?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it it, it was, uh, you, you know, there's been one sort of jaw-dropping incident with Trump after another. It's hard to know. You've you run out of adjectives. I mean, it was astonishing, really. I mean, particularly, yeah, and his staff who were standing behind him were, you know, were obviously shocked. And, you know, he wasn't supposed to be doing any of this. You know, they'd been trying to rein him in, and the statement he made on the Monday was clearly, as somebody said, it was like a hostage, you know, reading a hostage note. You know, he clearly was unwilling, you know, unwilling to do this. So he sort of unleashed uh, or became unhinged and just the whole thing came flooding out, and so the, if you like the real Donald Trump, you know what he really feels about all of these things is very clear, and it's it's really quite astonishing.
0: Well, and therein lies I, I think the greater concern here, uh, because the staff were saying, yeah, we didn't think he was actually going to make any off the record com- right. or off the cuff comments, right. uh, so they're saying, well, he went rogue. It's not that he went rogue; it's what he said. he, well, he was speaking from the heart.
1: Well, absolutely, I think you know this. This is clearly his. You know what he, how he responds to what happened in Charlottesville, and the fact that he sees no, that he's willing to make a kind of a moral equivalency between, I mean, the, the Charlottesville. What was really alarming about Charlottesville? I mean, there've been all kinds of demonstrations and whatnot, people protesting the removal of the Confederate statues. That's one thing, but to see these these neo Nazis. You know, giving Hitler salutes and with these the torchlight parades and all the and the slogans and all the, and the anti-Semitic stuff coming out again, all the apparatus that you know, if you we've watched you know historic films of the Nazis in Germany in the 1930s, it really was quite alarming. The scale of it as well. You know, it wasn't just a, a little bunch of guys. It was a whole. You know, I don't know how many it was, but it looked like thousands of people and to to even make a moral equivalency between that and and uh, the people who are protesting against that, and some you know some of them you know it does involve violence on both sides, I suppose, but to put to put the two things on the same moral basis is just incredible
0: yet he did it uh he did it on Saturday, he did it again yesterday yeah. so so clearly that's that's where his head's at in this whole issue
1: well, it is i mean he I think he, Trump is a man with no moral compass at all, none. You know, during he, he, early on after he was inaugurated, he gave a, an interview and it was. I thought it was really interesting, although people didn't make a lot of it at the time. He said um, he was finding governing harder than he expected because he said it involved a moral dimension. He said, unlike business, so he, what he meant was he had never taken moral, you know, he wouldn't know moral concern if it dripped over. it. I mean, in his business, and the way he conducted his business, the way he conducted his private life, clearly indicates a total amoral, you know, lack of any kind of moral dimension at all. And so that's who he is. He simply doesn't get... (laughs) Why people are so horrified to see these neo-Nazis marching like that? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play.
0: And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.